In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My brethren, I presume that many of you have seen the movie The Passion of Christ. So you may remember that after being captured by the soldiers, So after being captured by the soldiers, our Lord was brought before the council of the Jews. And the high priest asked our Lord, Art thou the Christ, the Son of the living God? And our Lord answered, I am, and you shall see the Son of Man on the right hand of God, coming with the clouds of heaven. You see, the high priest asked a question, and our Lord spoke the truth. However, that was not the truth they were looking for. That was not what they wanted to hear. So the high priest tore his vestments and accused our Lord of blasphemy. And they found him guilty of death. And after accusing him falsely, they began to speak at his face. For me, this scene when they speak at the holy face of our Lord is one of the most painful to watch in the entire movie. Because spitting someone shows such content, such scorn, that I believe that it hurt our Lord more deeply than many of the wounds of his body. We don't think very often, my brethren, about all these humiliations of our Lord, all the rebukes he suffered for speaking the truth. But why am I bringing that up? Because in the gospel for today, we can find this same attitude towards our Lord in a different degree. Yes, but the same attitude of disbelief and scorn before the truth. We read, 
that a certain man came to ask our Lord to save his daughter, who had just died. And our Lord went to the house of that man. But when they arrived there, Jesus saw the flute players who would play for funerals and all the crowd. And he said to them, Be gone. The girl is asleep. She is not dead. Now remember that for God, death is just a sleep from which he has the power to wake us up. So that's why even though the girl was dead, our Lord said that she was just sleeping. But when the people heard those words of Christ, they didn't believe in him. But they were laughing. They were laughing with scorn at the words of our Lord. And we can find this same attitude of disbelief and scorn towards our Lord today. On the side of the increasing new pagan society, which emerged from liberalism. We can see it everywhere in the world today. Yes, the world today clearly rejects our Lord and despises Him with contempt. But worse than the rejection from his enemies, what causes our Lord the most pain is the disbelief and the scorn that he suffers from the part of those who call themselves his friends. And here I intend to talk about you and me. I know that because of the terrible confusion that we have in the world and also inside the church, we have learned to be critical. Nowadays, when we hear something from a priest, from a bishop, or even from the Pope, we are inclined not to accept it, not to accept it right away, but to scrutinize the affirmation, to see if it's true or not. This is not the way things were supposed to be. But it is understandable 
that things became like that because of all the nonsense going on. Even inside the church. So it's understandable. However, there is a real danger for us in this situation. The danger of becoming cafeteria Catholics, as some people call it. The danger of picking and choosing what I like in religion and simply rejecting what I don't like. The danger is that we reject what is true simply because we may not like it. You see the problem. Some people say, I agree with this, but I don't agree with that. As if our faith was based on agreement. Some people forget that faith is the submission of our intellect to the truth revealed by God, even if we may not fully understand it. Faith reposes in the authority of God and not in our capacity to understand the mysteries of our faith. So even if we may not understand something, even if we may not see all the reasons why, if it is the doctrine of the church, we have to receive it in faith because this is the truth. And in order to know what the church teaches, well, not the modernist garbage that they want us to swallow, but if we wanted to know what the church really teaches, we have to study the faith. We cannot simply try to judge everything by our own ideas. Our faith is not a question of personal taste, but of truth. So if we wanted to judge a statement in religious matters, we have to compare what is said to what was always taught by the church. And that's the way we do it. I agree. I don't agree. This is Protestant talk. But our judgment has to be, it's true or it's not. 
And again, not according to our own personal ideas, but according to the perennial teaching of the Church. So we are called to study our faith in order to know what is true and what is not. And a precious book to have for this end is the Catechism of the Council of Trent, which is a very solid exposition of our faith. So I strongly recommend that every family gets a copy of this book to study and to consult at any time. The Catechism of the Council of Trent. And please, don't think that the Catechism is only for children. Because studying our faith is a duty for each one of us, me and you, especially in these dark times of ours. So we have to be careful not to reject the teachings of our Lord simply because they may not please us. Normally, normally, we like when the priest speaks about bad politicians. We like it. We love when the priest talks about bad shepherds in the church. But when the priest comes and speaks about conversion, when he's addressing not people out there, but you and me, when he's talking to us, denouncing our sins, bringing to light our evil actions, then we get defensive. I don't agree with what he said. And we may come even to reject the admonition of the priest, which can be the voice of God talking to us, simply because we don't like what it has to say. Because it's telling me to change the way I live my life. So, it got to be wrong, of course. So, my brethren, we have to be attentive not to fall into this trap, not to treat the truth with disbelief and scorn, simply because it may not please us. The truth is the truth. 
even if it hurts. So even if the teachings of our Lord may be hard and sometimes difficult to follow, yet what we have to do is not to reject, but to embrace them, knowing that we will only find joy and true happiness in doing the will of God. Yes, it can be hard sometimes. We all know this. But it will never be impossible. Because our Lord offers us His grace. So we may be able to follow His law. To accomplish His commandments. To do His most holy will. By ourselves, we cannot. That's true. But with His grace, by His grace, we can do it. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.